One, two, hey, this is Bishop Jackson on Affinity Extra, where we do extraordinary things. Listen, we got um, a show that we're going to be sharing just to lock it into the middle of February. Let me make sure that you're doing the things that you're supposed to do. Please, one, listen to the radio show. Two, like, subscribe and share if you're going on YouTube. Okay, but when you're listening to the show, let somebody know about it. Go on Spotify, do whatever necessary to let people know and to promote what we're doing on Affinity Extra. Big shout out to all of the programmers. Um, uh, Roger, I just wanted to let you know that all my Adidas things are in the bin. <laughs> so tell my man, he's really spurred me on to fling every god Adidas thing out of the bin. That's an internal joke. If you need any more information, go and check out the story on the cat. All right, so yeah, so this is Bishop Jackson and Affinity Extra, where we're doing rock solid today. I'm hoping that you'll be with me on this journey. I just want to honor marriage in the month of February. We love to do it. We had a beautiful round talk at The Rock where we were talking about marriage as a good idea. So that's what I'm asking you is marriage a good idea? Okay, on Affinity Extra, where we do extraordinary things, rock solid is back to converse about marriage. Is marriage a good thing? Is it a good idea? That's what I asked the question. Is it a good idea? And if you're not crazy, you would have bought my book by now. You would have bought my book by now. That power of agreement. So inside the power of the agreement, I talked about the, the, the covenant theology and marriage. And uh, one of the quotes that is given is by Miles Monroe. God rest his blessed soul, gone to heaven quickly. Uh, but one of the things that Miles Monroe says in his book, The Power and Purpose, Purpose of Love and Marriage, he says, marriage is still a good idea because it is a God idea. He created it. He designed it. He established it and defined its parameters uh, contrary to much contemporary thought and teaching, marriage is not a human concept. And so um, I just flipped onto that, the scripture, marriage is honorable in all and the bed undefiled, but whoremongers and adulterers, God will judge. Wow, that's a heavy, heavy scripture. It's a heavy scripture. That's why we just hide and say marriage is honorable and we don't flip it over and say, well, what's the opposite of that? Whoremongers and adulterers, God will judge. So this is the, uh, this is the conversation that we're having. You know, when we, we move into uh, February, it's such a hypocritical time, isn't it? Everybody who shows nobody any love whatsoever find themselves at the card shop buying every guard card and flowers they can and those shops are rejoicing when um, when the Valentine's Day comes around the perfume shops the gift shops boots has a queue in it man them buying their girl something which they never even care about them all the way throughout the year they couldn't even even remember their first or last name and they and they have to go on Google to find the girl's name they have to go on Facebook to find the girl's first name to write it on the card buying cards and all of this like that so around us we look at it and a lot of people are rebuckling and saying nah, I'm not into this and then also people are looking at bad marriages and saying wow look at the amount of bad marriages there is from the highest echelons of society there is bad marriages and so you look and you look at what you know our our favorite charlie charles yep charles because we don't want to talk about the other 12 million geezer one we don't want to talk about that one but if you look at all the way down there has been a collapsing of marriages charles 
um, Charles and Diana, and then Andrew and Fergie, and then you keep going down. So that's the highest echelons of so-called society, that marriages have been collapsing, and there have been bad marriages, and there have been bad conversations. I mean, the greatest conversation that people had in the 90s and 80s is about Charles and Diana's bad marriage. And so you go further onto that, then even the Trump era, the Trump era is uh, pitified by bad marriages. Ivanka Trump and whatever his, his previous wife made a living of talking about how bad their marriage was. You know, even the Clintons fell into in, into poor estate with their marriage. Clinton nearly get killed by um, his wife, Hillary. Uh, and so he's lucky to be alive. He's a miracle man. I don't know. I, I was thinking he might be the, the, the Antichrist because he must have recovered from death when the Hillary found out what the badness that he was doing. But in the middle of that, we also see that um, 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 going into, into government as well, we go into government and we see that um, um, our, our, our prime minister has just married his baby mother and he's got about seven children with other women. Seven. I think he's got seven. And, you know, and that's why probably a holy man them like him because he's not, he's not, he's just in, in marriage license, just fresh. It's not even dried. So when you look at all of that, you, you kind of say to yourself, why marriage? And then some people, you know, I've witnessed at times when I've, I've married young, very young couples in their 30s. And they said to me, there's nobody ever married in our family. Nobody ever married in our family. So we don't even know what marriage is about, Pastor. And so you have to take them through premarital counseling and converse with them. And even today, you see that the proliferation of marriages failing at the first hurdle. And you, you ask yourself the question, is it truly a good plan for people to be married to one person? Should we be reflecting on a biblical uh, antecedent that tells you, you know, you might need a, a several different wives to do several different things in your life? And so that, that, I don't know, you know, that polygamy might be the thing that works for us because there's so many women stacked up. And, you know, as a bishop, you find yourself with far more women than men. I don't know if the men are at the bookies are at the race course i don't know where them is but sometimes as a pastor you find that you always have more women than men and the women always ask me where are the men pastor and so we're always asking that question but is it this idea of marriage is it still a good idea even in our era well it is because god created and planned and planted marriage as the beginning and when we look at theological perspectives or biblical perspectives get this the bible even begins the human experience in marriage you know as human to human it begins in marriage and then the human experience with god then ends in marriage it ends at the marriage supper so everything as uh, uh, status quo as you look at it in scripture it it, it begins in 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 the, in the marriage context of god saying leave cleave weave your lives together and the two shall become one flesh in Genesis and so God creates that connection of how man and woman speak communicate to each other and both become a living soul before God and then at the end of time at the end of this uh, church era the church is raptured if you're a premillennialist if you understand the, the, the revelation text you will understand that then man meets with God in the marriage supper. And so, um, so, so marriage for, for us is not just a physical human experience, but it is also a spiritual experience as well. And so there are uh, a few things in scripture that remind us that there is this bride 
aspect to Israel and the bride aspect to the Christian church. Um, so we can see that God then becomes the bride of Israel, uh, should I say the, the groom of Israel, and Israel becomes the bride of God when he speaks and gives you the, a, a nice antecedent in the life of the prophet. Even the prophet Hosea is a very key person to look at when you reflect upon God's love of his bride, Israel. And then you also can look in Ephesians where Christ talks, where, the, where Paul talks about the mystery, this holy mystery about husband loving their wives and so on. He says, but I'm not talking about marriage. I'm talking about the mystery of the church. So there is a spiritual mystery to marriage as well. And then there is a physical action to marriage as well. And so I talk about marriage beginning in the eternal past in the mind of God. And if it is in the mind of God, you can say to yourself, assuredly, we are guaranteed that sure. marriage is a good idea. Now, on the flip side of seeing all of those terrible marriages, we can celebrate some good marriages. And so we can talk about, yes, marriage between uh, 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 Barack and Michelle. Hallelujah. What a beautiful marriage that is. That's a good demonstrative marriage that even in the hardest crisis, if you have a good marriage as the foundation of your family, then you, it will shine throughout the crisis. We also look at, and we can't move away from it. We have to say the queen buried Philip. And she put up with Philip. Philip trying to knock people over on the on the grounds. Philip always talking about slanty eyes people. The queen put up with Philip long time. So that's that's a good reflection of marriage as well. And so those are the some, some of the highest levels of marriage that we can say, wow, that is a beautiful marriage. And then in the glitterazzi, we say Denzel and his wife. Oh my days, that's a beautiful marriage too. They've gone through their crises and they've gone through their challenging times, but they keep going. Yes, yes, yes. I understand that you're gonna mention Will and um, and and what's his wife name Jada, but I'm not gonna mention Will and Jada except Will. I'm sure you could do better. That's all I'm gonna say to you. I'll leave it right there. If you if you watch this program, come and see Bishop Jackson. We need to talk. No more of that red table. In fact, burn the red table, brother. It's time for you to get your dignity back. So we we won't go to that, that to that spurious understanding of marriage because marriage for us, as we see in Scripture, you know, talks about this monogamous reflection upon being dedicated to each other. And that's why I talk about marriage being a covenant. And a covenant means a volitional agreement that you make between each other. Uh, marriage has aspects of procreation. Marriage has aspects of the grace of God moving through it. Marriage, um, when we talk about it, Dr. Ryan used to tell us that marriage is a parable as well. It's a parable of the life of the church in view of the life of Christ being the groom as well. So when I talk about marriage, I say it like this. I'm going to read a little bit from my book in page 112 and 113. I say marriage begins in the eternal past. It is manifested in the persons of Adam and Eve, the primal couple, and out of divine providential action of God in his creative power, a perfect match was made. Ooh, pretty words. See, I, do, I use pretty words. And so in the Genesis narrative, God creates Adam and then Eve and out of the same material. And as Adam then is presented uh, his wife uh, no other kind of marriage was introduced to be ratified by God 
to man the biological function and the procreation to and to also populate the earth uh, uh, was invented and designed perfectly by God the creator however only the primal couple were produced as living souls uh, we take that from Genesis chapter 1 and verse 26 28 and chapter 2 verse 20 to 25 and so um, I love this guy. He's talking that, um, 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 what's his name? Derek Prince. Derek Prince talks about God being the matchmaker. Wow, Derek Prince. You say, what a throwback. Listen what he says. And you need, to, you need to just dig into a little bit of Derek Prince. You know, he's pretty good. And so he said, God first appeared on the scene of human history uh, in the role of matchmaker. What a profound and exciting revelation. Not only does human history open with marriage, it's also designed to climax with marriage. It is John on Patmos who paints this scene for us in Revelations 19 verse 6 through to 9. And so when we talk about marriage, it's, it speaks about this volitional agreement, as in you come together uh, out of love and respect. And I think that to recover marriages today, we're going to have to really get back to what it means to be in holy matrimony. You know that um, there's a lot of divorce going on and that's hampering or challenging a lot of circumstances but you say to yourself if somebody is being abused or being un or, or just not loved or being or there's no covenant there and the, and the covenant has been broken by infidelity should they stay married that is your choice to make however when we look at how marriages in the past the Windrush era worked hard and built their marriages it sometimes is dependent upon our tenaciousness to say we are going to go through a challenging time but we are going to consistently keep going to develop our relationship you know any marriage that doesn't grow uh, is a marriage that is dangerously leaning towards coming to an end marriage must grow it must develop and the only way you can develop your marriage is by being committed to each other and so i want to honor marriage in this month of february but also honor marriage consistently why am i honoring marriage because i believe that marriage is a lifelong journey and it should bless you and if your marriage is not blessing you, you have to really go back to the reason why you were married. Get back to your original vows and talk about your original vows. Um, so it, it just it also talks about doing things together. I think many marriages fail because you do things too separately. Um, that's why the Bible says that therefore, uh, therefore, they are no more twain, but one flesh. What therefore God have joined together, let no man put asunder. Matthew 19 and 6. So the conversation is this, you know, and I ask all of my people around me, what are you doing together? And I don't mean just going into Asda, okay? What are you doing together? Are you worshipping together? Are you praying together? Are you going on holiday together? Are you having a little breakdown in Cornwall or going down Brindley Place, walking and holding hands? What are you doing together? If there's nothing that you are doing together, then how are you supposed to develop your relationship and develop your intimacy as well? And so um, I think that marriage being that great mystery should help us understand uh, if we work on marriage well, it should help us understand 
the love of God for his people. And so in the middle of marriage, this marriage called the great mystery that the Apostle Paul talks about in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 21 to 33, talks about this beautiful mystery of marriage. And so after Paul begins to share about the disciplines of marriage and the disciplines of the bride and the groom or the husband and the wife, he shares about the mystery of Christ and his church. And so that's so important for you and I to reflect on as Christians to say, let's honor the things that God honors. And if God honors marriage, regardless of uh, us going through the difficulty of marriage, that we are going to have to share the challenges of marriage and also the breakdowns of marriage. We need to be honest. I think a lot of churches, a lot of Christians uh, are too secretive about the things that they are going through in their marriage. Yes, some things are private. Uh, yes, some things are very private and you shouldn't be on Facebook or anything just sharing those private things. But I think as a body, as, a, as, the, as the body of Jesus Christ, sure. there are many marriages that could have been saved by open and frank conversations caring therapeutic ministries and preaching at times i think that there's too much pride many ministers of marriages have been destroyed because they are full of pride because you know you're hiding the secrets of the breakdown rather than finding a counseling ministry to be able to build you back up out of the breakdown you know life can be busy children can come ministry can be challenging and just like you work can be challenging you know there can be issues of fidelity there are issues of unforgiveness and those come in like arrows bam 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 they attack you and stab in the marriage heart if you like but then just remember there's also a way of looking at this how God looks at this marriage is about the two becoming one flesh the strength of two in that it's about the Ecclesiastes about one lifting up the other and so I'm going to encourage you be each other's cheerleader remember that marriage is a lifelong commitment I'm going to quote something from um, uh, my professor Dr. Riley says this marriage is never finished the lesson is never learnt the effort is never at an end marriage is like a life uh, is, uh, it is a matter of solving the little things and the big ones generally take care of themselves it is a matter of surrendering small and personal preferences that's a beautiful quote talking about marriage as a lifelong commitment so what am i saying to you now as we finalize our conversation on affinity extra to say in this beautiful month that we have take time out to do three things i want you to do three things and this is what we're doing at the rock we are doing marriage reflection Find out where you are, a situation analysis. Where are we? Yes? The second thing is renewal. Renew your vows to each other. Remember them and renew your vows to each other. Renew your vows to God. Then the third thing is affirm each other and affirm what God affirms. When God says in his word and he lets the Hebrew writer say that marriage is honorable, and the bed undefiled, then you should honor what God honors. Listen, take care. This is Bishop Jackson on Affinity Extra saying to you, marriage is a beautiful thing. So exercise the beauty of it. And remember, two, one, reflect. Two, refresh. Three, affirm. Okay, marriage is honorable. God bless you. 
What's going on, people? I'm DJ Hitcher. Make sure you check out all the stuff Affinity Extra's got going on, man. We've got loads of content, loads of things coming out. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe to the channel, you know. Make, listen, listen. Don't go anywhere, you know. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe. Subscribe is the main thing. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Like it and share it with your brethren, yeah? 